welcome to the Avengers Reserve podcast episode four. I am delighted, as always, to be joined by Sad Boy Care. How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm not too bad. I'm a little bit tired, I won't lie to you. Um, you always are. After this, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always am. <laughs> it's a regular complaint of mine. Mm-hmm. But, so like, as we're recording this, um, because this will go out tomorrow... Mm-hmm. I'm then back in for the next five days at work, but I was working at my other job all day today on my day off. So, like, it's good. I enjoy it. But, yeah, I need to actually give myself a day off at some point, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's been all right. Um, but, yeah, what have you been up to lately? Uh, not much. I recorded a baseball game yesterday and Saturday for my baseball job, and that's about all I've done this week. So, <laughs> Not bad, not bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Did you manage to check out, because I remember sending you that sort of, the update about um, the What If series. Yes, I actually did not check that out. I was too busy researching no The Eternals. <laughs> I, like, I would, I would presume that you haven't watched the trailer, because... I didn't even know there was You a were notoriously known for not watching trailers now. <laughs> I didn't... Okay, just... you never told me there was a trailer, so... <laughs> That's not no, my I mean, fault. I didn't even know there was a trailer, and it's like five months old, so yeah. It's fine. It's not like oh we're going to assess the trailer or break it down, because yeah. it's been out for a while now, and there will be plenty of other ones out there. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Um, I really like the look of it. Um, the entire concept of it and everything as mm-hmm. well. You should definitely check it out at some point. Yeah. I um, Did you explain to me what it was about? I, f- I forget. I feel like I update. have like... Or the what if. Yeah, or just, just what, 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 what if, if is about. Yeah. Um, so it's basically looking into scenarios in the past of the Marvel Cinematic Universe if certain actions have been taken. I'm trying to just, like, Okay, yeah, that's what I thought it was. ...word it so that I don't spoil the trailer about it for yeah, you. Because yeah. when you watch the trailer, there's certain things which you'll pick up on and, and, and it's kind of a bit, of a, a bit of a surprise, I suppose. Yeah. Um, that's, that's like, so yeah, like, what I thought it was, but I wasn't entirely mm. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. No, it's, um... It's definitely an interesting one. And I... I'm excited to see... Gonna steal your word here. Is excited. I'm <laughs> excited to see what happens with that series. How long they can kind of like keep it going and come up yeah. with new fresh ideas. Because it's, as far as I'm aware, anyway, it doesn't stick to the uh, comic book. Okay. You know, standard that we're getting used to now. You know, mm-hmm. everything is kind of being referred to in the comics. Um, so it's kind of like a in August, I think. It's kind of like a parallel universe type thing. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah. That's cool. Um, I I think that's really interesting. I'm I'm interested mm. to see what they do with that because yeah, yeah, there definitely. are literally a million possibilities for what that show could be like. So, yeah, yeah. That that sounds you really watched, cool. Yeah, you watched Venom as well. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it's good, right? It was good. I I don't I don't know. I just was like not excited for it about around the time that it came out. And I also didn't know until I watched like so I watched the end credit scene and then they did the credits like super fast. 
And I don't know if it was just, like, the thing I was watching it on, like, the streaming service I was watching it on or something, but they had, um, oh, what's it called? Into the Multiverse? Spi- yeah, uh, no, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. had that at the end, and I was like, oh, my God, that came out around the same time. And I literally saw that film in theaters, like, three times, and I didn't see Venom at mm. all. <laughs> yeah, no. So. Is it, I, I think this is what we were kind of talking about when we were talking about the last episode, though, is that Venom is kind of, like, an underrated... I mean, look, like, they've never brought out a movie of Venom, as mm-hmm. far as I'm aware. I can't think of any, like, series, whereas, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, like you know the falcon and the winter soldier now have all had these sort of tv series over the years mm-hmm. um venom is is a really underrated character um yeah and i personally love the um i love the entire storyline i i do too i just like i thought it was so it was a lot different than i thought it was because i saw like spider-man 3 but i haven't seen it in a while so i didn't mm. really know the origin of Venom. Like, yeah. I didn't really, like, understand, like, how it actually came about. And then yeah, yeah. I, like, watched it and I was like, oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. <laughs> 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 I, no, I, can't, yeah. I can't get my words out without just being like, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. No, I think it's it is um it has shown how much the MCU has really come on because like in Spider-Man yeah. 3, you know, I don't know how much you really remember but like Venom is a part of it but not kind of I don't know, like I don't know if it was done quite the right way or something about it. You know, back then it was just like another suit. It wasn't like yeah. the voice that lives in Tom Hardy's head and things like that. Yeah. Um what I like kind of always loved as well about this Venom is that Venom is, I think, as I've mentioned, like considered the loser of the world, and I think it mentions it in the film. Yeah, and yeah. It latches onto Eddie because he's, you know, down on his luck, loses his job, and all this, blah blah blah. Uh, and I just love that sort of like connection. Almost kicked my camera over there, but <laughs> fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I totally agree. I thought that that was like really interesting. I liked that. I liked that they were both kind of losers, and I liked that he, like, like Venom was like, I'm gonna stay here because I like you, because you're a loser and I'm a loser, and we can be friends, kind of thing. Yeah, like, I yeah. thought that was, like, really cute. <laughs> I was like, that's cute. I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, that comes out, uh, sorry, we're just gonna go back to What If quickly to tie that up. That obviously comes out um, August, but... Yeah, looking forward to it, really. And, yeah. Um, glad you enjoyed Venom, because we can look forward to talking about that at a later date. Definitely, um, yeah. And I think we'll probably do a what-if, like, preview breakdown uh, yeah. in a couple of episodes' time when it's closer to the release date. Um, and I look forward to just hearing your reaction to that trailer as well. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited to see it. I didn't even... I Like I said, I didn't even know there was a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think it is one of those that is just kind of like flew under the radar though. Maybe mm-hmm. because it's an animated series and it's not. Yeah. You know, I, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, One Division had a lot of promotion. But. Yeah, I heard of it, like around like the D twenty three when they announced everything, and then I just kind oh. of forgot about it. But that's also kind of how I, how I was with the Eternals as well, because like I just didn't yeah. know anything about it. 
And, like, another example of it, like, back in, like, 2014 when the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out, my cousin was telling me mm-hmm. about it, and I was like, okay, but it doesn't happen to our world, so why should I care kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, like, a yeah. new group of people, and I was like, this isn't really connected. And he was like, it's going to connect, I promise. And I was like, okay. So I think that, like, I need to kind of branch out a little bit more. Like, with Venom, too. Like, Venom, I was, yeah. I was just kind of like, eh. But... <laughs> I think it's just timing, though, isn't it? Like, timing yeah. is now a good time. Now is a good time to, like, bring the Eternals into the MCU mix. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Venom was probably just about right. Like, it was still mm-hmm. sort of in the hype of Infinity War and Endgame and uh, just the MCU's blockbusters in general. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing where that goes. But as we were kind of, like, moving on to the Eternals... Um, we're obviously going to do this whole character in depth. I don't know if you call it a breakdown or uh, what I are guess. you call this? I, I don't Analysis? know. Analysis? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like so I don't much know. that we can really do on these characters. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to brainstorm when we finish this episode to actually decide <laughs> on what we can call it. But a title for we're going to go yeah. with just. Yeah, characters in depth. I don't think I ever um, wrote it down, or I put in depth look at, but it just looks. It just sounds a bit funny. To yeah. Me. Um, so um, yeah, I've actually got the synopsis um, up here, so we'll just kind of read through that so that everybody kind of has some understanding um, mm-hmm. as well as ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, after an unexpected tragedy. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, the Eternals, an immortal alien race created by the Celestials who have secretly lived on Earth for over 7,000 years, reunite to protect humanity from their evil counterparts, the Deviants. There's some sort of mystique around that synopsis for me, but I don't know if that's just me as a non... I don't even know. Like, I I would call myself... A Marvel enthusiast to some extent, but mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Like I, I do think it's kind of vague because mm. they said like after an event they just show up, and it's like what? <laughs> yeah. You know, like it doesn't really like explain anything, and I guess that's kind of the point when like you're trying to promote a movie, you don't want to like tell the entire plot of the movie, but yeah. I feel like they could have told us a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is the thing <laughs> like, as well, is that, like, we're obviously still waiting on the trailer. And I'm hoping yeah. that the trailer will, you know, give us a lot more informa- information than the synopsis uh, currently gives us. Because it's just a bit... I don't know. Like, look, I'm going to be excited to see it when it does show up. Because the characters sound absolutely amazing. The cast is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But I think as, you know, the general audience to get them excited, like, I think they need to just, I don't know, come out with something. I'm hoping that the trailer will, you know, give a lot more information on what's actually happening. I don't know. I, I'm i calling it now. I don't think this trailer's going to give us a lot. <laughs> mm, I can see <laughs> Just that. based like on this... that, I think that it's mostly just going to be kind of like... Because there's, first of all, there's so many characters. That's what I was going to say, There's yeah. so many. So, like, a two-minute trailer 
is not going to be long enough to get any kind of like substance in it with mm. the amount of characters that are in this film. There's like 20. Like <laughs> there's so many main characters. So yeah. I don't I don't have I'm not going to say high hopes, but like I don't think that it's going to say a lot about what's going to yeah. happen in the film, you know? I think as well like you were saying um about your cousin who like mentioned the Eternals like oh it's all gonna tie in like I think it is a bit of a risk like I think don't get me wrong the time is right to bring in the Eternals but it is a bit of a risk like bringing all these characters in at the same time you know with the Avengers you have a lot of strong personalities and they were able to yeah. build them through their own different films and then bring them all together the Eternals it's a you know the MCU's huge and they never do a bad movie um but yeah, I would say it is a little bit of a risk bringing them all together, you know, for the first time straight away. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Going back to like what I said about like the Guardians of the Galaxy, that was kind of the same thing, you know, like mm -hmm. where they like brought in a bunch of new people. It was only five. It wasn't like 10 to 15 or however many there are in this film, but like they did do that and it went well yeah you know so i don't i don't i'm not worried about how it's gonna tie in mm. i think that they'll be able to tie it in like fine because marvel knows their shit like they know what yeah they're doing. yeah that's the thing so. <laughs> it's like it's it's risky but it's not risky because it's marvel yeah like yeah <laughs> they, they know what they're doing by now and mm -hmm. um, they've had many many successes with um, you know, most most of them, have, uh, most of their published work. So um, yeah, I, uh, I I look forward to just seeing a trailer. Really, I think it's not obviously going to give us the clarification that we need, but I think there's still going to be some sort of like Easter eggs and things like that um, that we can kind of take away from. Just like Venom, I suppose, the Venom two trailer. Like we managed yeah. to analyze the shit out of that trailer. And that's true i think there's just going to be very small bits like that it doesn't have to necessarily be about the eternals um but there will just be yeah. some bits in there that we can take away from it that's true i yeah. i feel like they again they know what they're doing <laughs> i i think whether they like add on like add i don't know like i guess add on to this, to the synopsis with the trailer or not mm -hmm. people are still going to be excited about it because it's like a new it's like new faces in the mcu you know right okay so now we're going to do an in-depth look at all of the characters uh, from the eternals so i think we're just going to start off with icarus um played by richard madden has the power to fly and project red beams of cosmic energy from his eyes um I think I remember you saying as well just uh, before we started that, you know, a lot of the characters do have similar powers, but Icarus sounds pretty cool. Except for the fact that he has very similar powers to Thena. Yes. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the exact same thing. I I was like reading through all of the all of the character descriptions and like all of their powers and everything. They're literally all the same. They they basically all have the same power. Like, literally every single one. It's all just, like, 
they manipulate cosmic energy and a lot of them do it in like different mm. ways but it's still just the same thing except for the, <laughs> i was telling you about the one guy who just has a, a mystical sword he's a human with a mystical yeah. sword <laughs> like they all have like this crazy cosmic power and like they're basically eternal and all of this stuff and then just 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 the the one guy with the sword i just thought that was so funny um but yeah look cool as fuck though to be fair yeah it 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 better he better be he better be (laughs) um Um, you still haven't seen X-Men as well, have you? Because obviously no. when I read, like, red beams of cosmic energy from his eyes, um, okay. Cyclops, you know? Cyclops was... Okay. Like, springs straight to mind. So I think it just... Um, I don't know. Like, look, there's only so many superpowers that you can come up with. And I think the point of the Eternals is that they're all going to have similar powers. But yeah. I like that somebody's got a similar power to Cyclops specifically. Because he's a very cool character in the X-Men. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. So, <laughs> but it does that is like a typical superhero power that we haven't seen yet in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we've seen it like outside of the MCU, but like in the MCU we haven't had a person who can shoot lasers out of their eyes, which is like Yeah, yeah. That's new. But like all of them <laughs> can do very similar things. I don't know. I feel mm. like they probably can't, but like I mean, they all just like kind of manipulate cosmic energy in like a different way, you know. Yeah. Which I guess, since they were created by something called celestials, it makes sense that their all of their powers just revolve around cosmic energy. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's more research to look into the celestials at a later date as well. Um, yeah. Because, yes, it has come up, like, once or twice, I'm pretty sure. And I've definitely heard of it. Um, But, yeah, the only thing that I really remember from the Eternals, or maybe it was the Celestials, was because of the potential of Galactus, um, who could have, like, come into the MCU as Phase 4. Obviously, we don't know if that's going to happen yet or not. Um, I feel like you talked to me about Galacticus. Yeah, Brian Cranston was, like, a potential to be cast as him but I don't think they're heading in that direction anymore. Okay. I know you no, talked to me about it, but I don't it. remember anything about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. But He, like, destroys planets. That is what I can remember. Like, okay. He's a huge, huge villain in the MCU. Um, okay. But, yeah. Anything else to add on Icarus? Not really. I just think it's very... Mm-hmm. Um, kind of predictable that like the leader is just like a guy with super strength and he can shoot beams out of his eyes but he's also a guy with super strength which is like i don't know i find that to be like the most boring superpower ever yeah but the beams make up for it the beams and the eyes make up for it so yeah yeah (laughs) i think it's um yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs that as well. Like, Richard Madden is a name that doesn't spring to mind straight away. Yeah. I don't know. I'll yeah. have to, I'll have to like, Google him afterwards or something like that. Um, He's Scottish. I've, Apparently. Okay, I've heard of him, but I don't know. <laughs> 
I guess. Yeah, just I've never. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything before. Yeah. Oh, he was in Game of okay. Thrones. Nah, still haven't seen it. I mean, me neither. But that it makes more sense now why he would be <laughs> cast. Because <laughs> that's a big title. Yeah. I mean, there um, was just some big stars in it, but yeah, yeah. Um, we'll move on to then Cersei, from, who's uh, played by Gemma Chan. Mm -hmm. uh, possesses the ability to manipulate cosmic energy to augment her life force, uh, granting her virtual invulnerability and immortality. The ability to project cosmic energy from her eyes or hands in the form of heat, light, or concussive force, and possibly other powers. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot to just throw into one character, Cersei. Oh, okay. Again. Every single one of them has at least one of those things. Yeah. Just, okay. So I do get that, like, a lot of the characters have very similar powers, but mm -hmm. it just seems that, like, a lot has just been, like, thrown into this one character. Yeah. it That is a lot for one person. But, like, I mean, it kind of goes back to, like, what you were saying, how, like, they were all kind of created by the same... Mm -hmm. Like, entities, I guess. Entity, yeah. Yeah, so... No, the Celestials. That's, like... Yes. More than one entity. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, fine. Just um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we were all kind of created by, like, the same thing. So, it makes sense that they would all have very similar powers. But, like, one that has, like, every single one of them... Mm -hmm. is, like, it's interesting. And also, it's kind of, I don't know, because she, like, Kevin Feige said that this is going to be, like, she's going to be, like, the main role, pretty much. Like, she's going to be, like, the lead character. Yeah. Or, like, she should be. So, like, I kind, I get it, kind of. But, like, I just okay. wish that the other Eternals didn't have just one of every power that she has. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, that kind of moves in nicely into Ajax because Ajax is the only one who has a power that all the others, because she's the only one capable of communicating yes. with the Celestials when they're nearby. And I think that's going to be a really interesting way to like view that character specifically when the film comes out i think i agree i think that's that's kind of cool I, th I think that's really cool mm. i think selma hayek uh will get her um well-deserved screen time in the film you know i think she's gonna have Probably, some sort of, like, yeah. very unique moments where she can speak to the celestials and yeah like uh, i don't know i like that about her character yeah, I'm I'm interested to see like why they would speak to them in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know? Because like I don't know. Like I I I it's literally right on my screen, but I didn't read that part when I was looking into that character. I just don't know. Like I want I'm ex I'm excited. I'm excited to see, like, the actual reason why they would need to speak to them. Because 
it either means that they're doing something wrong or there's like a bigger problem that they need to go deal with, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like that kind of like opens doors for like bigger storylines, if that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely going to be a lot of intrigue around it. Like I said, like at the moment, the Eternals for you know, generic fans, it's a mystery. Um, And I like that. And I think there's going to be a lot of explanation needed to make it a very successful film. Like we've already mentioned, like have no doubt that Marvel's going to be able to do it. But I think that is going to be one of the major things. Like why is she communicating with the uh, Celestials? So Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely look forward to that. But last summer, Hayek, um, you know, really nice girl. No person. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll move on to Fina, played by Angelina Jolie. Finally gets yes. her appearance in MCU. Cannot wait to see her. Um, been described as a fierce warrior capable of using cosmic energy to form weapons. Did you ever see the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raiders? No. Okay, because they were pretty good <laughs> films. I really enjoyed them. And, um, you know, I think she was a very perfect fit for that. And I think from her character description, I think she could do really well in this. Not just because I'm a major Angelina Jolie fan, but I have seen her work in the past. And yeah, yeah Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Smith, like good vibes from that, I suppose, you know? Yeah. Showing that she can I think be I've only taken... seen that once. But. Oh, <laughs> God, I love know. that film. Absolutely I know. Film. Everyone I've ever spoken to about that film has been like, how have you only watched it once? And mm. I, I don't even actually know if I have watched it once because I don't remember anything from it. But yeah. I think I've watched okay. it once. <laughs> it is it is a really good film. But um, yeah, I think Angelina Jolie, I think she's been cast very well. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where else she really would have gone. I mean, she is a very... Um, what is the correct way to word it? Like highly paid actress, um, just in Hollywood yeah. in general. So, yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's going to be fun to just see her in there. I love her powers. Um, very yeah. similar to most of the others. Um, yeah, but it's like a, it's kind, it's pretty different. Like it's, it's different. It's a enough. little bit different because it's creating something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She creates her weapons, and I think yeah, that all um. It's kind of giving me, like, maybe it's just because I just watched Venom, but you know how, like, Venom can, like, make his, like, arm, like, a really long, pointy thing? Yeah. Like, it's giving me, like, that kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the image that I kind of, like, had in my head um, was just, like, you know, with Iron Man, when he gets um, nanotechnology and he can sort of, like, create a shield that, like, comes out of nowhere, things like that. Yeah, I can see it as being a similar sort of thing like that. And yeah, I think it's um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's gonna see her down to the ground. Can't wait to see her. Yeah, that should be interesting. Okay, so we're gonna move on cool. to Kingo, who is played by Kumal Nanjiani. The correct mm-hmm. term, as we have already mentioned, um, he is a master student of the samurai, and he becomes the most talented man on earth with a sword. Um, that's what it said in the comics. And, uh, yeah, I, I, look, I know, like, we kind of gave him some stick earlier on about, like, he's got a sword. 
<laughs> I think his character yeah, is the but most interesting one. I do, I do think, like, the fact that it's not just, like, a guy with a sword. It's, like, yeah. a highly trained samurai yeah, makes it a little yeah. bit better. <laughs> like, yeah. He's not just a guy who has a sword. <laughs> he's, like, very highly trained. And I'm assuming he's going to be on par with the rest of them or else they wouldn't have, like, been, like, I don't know. I, I, yeah. Unless he wouldn't be a part of the group, basically. Like, yeah, if yeah. he wasn't on par, technically, I guess. <laughs> what I would love to see as well is, obviously, Kingo and, like, Deadpool have a face-off. Because Deadpool is meant to be taking over the Stanley cameos, but I don't know if he'll make it into the Eternals, but... You know, regardless, I think I would just love to see that in the future, just because they both come from that similar samurai uh, background, you know? Yeah. I think that could be interesting. Right? Yeah. I feel like that would also be very funny. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm it's hoping, Deadpool. I'm so. hoping that Kingo <laughs> can kind of mirror the sort of, like, comedy aspect that Ryan Reynolds' yeah. Deadpool can give us. Um, that's what I'm really looking for here. And I think he'll be able to do that. I'm not entirely too sure on this. This isn't like a confirmation, but I think that... So they're all like living lives um, on Earth, right? I was going to say England. <laughs> they're all living their own lives. Um, what's it called? Like undercover people. Mm. But I think Kingo is the one who um, is a Bollywood actor to... yes live a low what is the word that I'm looking for like low keep a low profile basically trying to keep a low profile okay. but he's a Bollywood actor so I get the sense that he is going to be a quite comedic character yeah I yeah I think so yeah yeah so that's probably that's probably going to be one of yeah. my favorites to look forward to seeing how they're going to do that it says, even in the, the Wikipedia page that was wrong about his power, um, it says that the actor wanted his performance to be, like, a wisecracking attitude type guy. Good, so, good, good, yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love it. Um, Let's hope okay, that's so we'll right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Macquarie, um, played by yes. Lauren Ridloff. Uh, possesses superhuman strength, speed, and reflexes. She can create cyclones by running in circles and can run up walls and across water. Thoughts? She seems interesting. Mm -hmm. I like that it's, like, not just she's fast. Like, yeah. she can, like, do cool things with it, you know? I'm sensing I, that, like, <laughs> the theme of the Eternals is that they have a, like, major power, but that's not the entirety mm -hmm. of them. Um, and I think, yeah, yeah, that kind of applies quite strongly to Macri. Um, You know, she ha obviously has, like, superhuman strength. She's got the speed and everything, but it's not just that mm -hmm. she can just run around um, and things like that. But, you know, she can create cyclones, which I think is going to be really, really cool to see. Um, in the movie when yeah. it finally comes out. Yeah. That should be really cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll move on to Fastos. We're going to try and 
speed through them quickly because otherwise this could end up being a really really quick uh, really quick really long episode really long <laughs> um, Fastos who is played by Brian mm-hmm. Tyree Henry um, the mm-hmm. sort of like description that I have of, have of him um, is quite interesting because he's going to be like the tech guy of the Eternals um, you know so sort okay. of a Tony Stark um, Rocket from the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy um I like that. I really like that there's someone who's, you know, probably going to be a little bit witty, a little bit smart, um probably will come off as a bit of a know-it-all. I also think that every team kind of needs one. Mm-hmm. You know? Like like you said like you gave me two examples of like two of the the techies of like two groups of MCU characters already. I think yeah. that that's like a really good like it's something that any character like any like team of characters even in real life if they were doing this they would probably need someone who's a little bit techy. So yeah. I I like that. I like I always like the techy characters too. Cuz like you said they are like witty and like they don't take people's shit really. They just yeah. kind of like they're like, I'm smart and I know I'm smart, so shut up and let me do my thing and then thank me later. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, a- I'm excited to see this this version of, like, a techie character, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I look forward to just kind of seeing, um, you know, not necessarily, like, fill the shoes because we've mentioned this a lot, but... Just to have another edition of a tech person um, in the MCU, yeah. you know? Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to fill the shoes of Tony Stark, but it's just good to have another yeah. one who, you know, can probably have some screen time with other people and, like I mentioned earlier, come across as a bit of a know-it-all. Um, I'm hoping mm-hmm. it just has that energy that Rocket and previously Iron Man have had. <coughs> yeah, very true. Um Okay, so next is Gilgamesh, who is played by Don Lee. Uh, possesses mm-hmm. a number of superhuman abilities. Shocker. Common to the Eternals is what I forgot to add on. Um, but has trained some <laughs> of them far beyond the norm. Um, so while the exact limits are unknown, his immense superhuman strength makes him the physically strongest of all known Eternals. So essentially the strongest character that we're going to see in this film... Do you think he's going to have a sort of massive part in the film, though? Yes. The answer to your question is yes. Um, (laughs) So, in this little description that I have of him, it also says that he becomes Thena's partner in exile from the other Eternals. And since we think that Angelina Jolie is most likely going to have a giant role in this film, I Mm -hmm. do think that Gilgamesh is going to have a decent amount of screen time. And I also think okay. that that's, like, I like that he's, like, the strongest. He's kind, he, he kind of gives me, like, a, a Hulk vibe, you know? Mm. Like, he's got, like, an ecto, ex, exoskeleton of cosmic energy, kind of the way that, like, Banner, I mean, it's, like, against Banner's will, but, like, Banner has the Hulk to protect him. Which is basically yeah, just, yeah, if you think right. about it, it's basically just a exoskeleton of gamma energy. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like kind of like, yeah. it kind of gives me like a Hulk vibe. 
I think that's really, that's an interesting, I, I like that they have, like, their own Hulk kind of character. Mm. I think that's going to be really cool. Mm. Yeah, and I really liked your analysis there, actually. There's a good sort of, like, comparison to make, um, one that I haven't really thought about too much. Mm-hmm. The only, I wouldn't really call it a problem, but the only kind of thing that I take away from it is, and generally just like why I asked the question, is it's just been proven in the past, and don't get me wrong, like it's, you know, been a while, it's hard to kind of give, I don't know, not necessarily the screen time, but make the characters as big as they are when they're like one of some of the strongest characters. Hulk you know, his own films being a prime example. Yeah. It was difficult to kind of, like, just display that entire journey of the Hulk in one film. I... And this is obviously with multiple characters. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Because, like, I don't know... Because now I'm just picturing, like, a purple Hulk. So, (laughs) like... (laughs) I need to, like, actually look up a picture of this guy so that I can, uh, get a better... I think it's... Yeah. Like... I think the, um, the important thing to mention as well, though, is that, like, it could just work a lot better than Hulk's previous movies, obviously. We're not talking about, um... We're not talking about Gilgamesh getting his own film. No, yeah. But I... And the thing is, too, I feel like Hulk... And Hulk was the best in the Avengers. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel yeah. like he always had, he, the the character of Hulk itself did so much better when it was surrounded by other characters than when it yeah, was yeah. just on its own. So I think, yeah. I, I really hope that they build Gilgamesh the same way, you know? Like, I hope that they mm-hmm. kind of, like see i'm assuming they see that parallel and they kind of like will put it in the way like wherever it actually fits to make it so that it's kind of like hulk storyline where like you don't need a standalone film to understand what's going on with this character you know yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah no i think i take it back i think it could work really well and um be interesting to see how he works with Angelina Jolie because I feel like that's a nice balance that she's probably the second strongest. I like to think that Angelina Jolie is the second strongest. We'll see. I think, yeah, I think probably. I also, as soon mm. as I made that, uh, as soon as I saw that it was like Thena's partner in exile and then I also made the connection to the Hulk, I just keep thinking of Black Widow Hulk situation yeah so um i'll be interested to see if it actually plays out that way or if it's like Mm -hmm. a different kind of dynamic i'm hoping it's a different kind of dynamic yeah yeah it would kind of be repeating yeah and black widow and the hulk never really got any it was um closure as well so it was a bit yeah, I thought it yeah. was weird. I <laughs> it was never really my thing. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. On to Sprite, not to be confused with the popular soft drink, mm-hmm, um, played by Leo McHugh. Sprite's yes. shape-shifting abilities enable her to be 
the jokester of the group. Despite her appearance as a young child, Sprite is actually incapable of aging in the comics. Interesting feature, when I saw um, the actress that plays Sprite, yeah, I was a little bit confused, as in, why is there a yeah. little child? <laughs> <laughs> I like the gist of that character. I like the synopsis mm-hmm. of that character. I think it's... Because it's also very... Like you said, like you wouldn't expect it. But also... Yeah, I guess like you wouldn't expect it. Like we wouldn't expect it, but also a villain wouldn't expect it. Like if they just like yeah. saw a twelve-year-old child, they wouldn't be like, they wouldn't be like, oh, that child's gonna hurt me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I think kind of what I'm expecting from her character is, and I'm trying to word this carefully because it's not probably gonna come out right. But you know, in Deadpool one. You've got um, mm-hmm. Teenage Warhead. Yes. And you know that sort of different dynamic that it gives is in... It's a moody teenager and things like that, and it kind of yeah reflects differently on Deadpool, right? I'm not saying that like it's going to be exactly like Teenage Warhead's character. Um, that would be silly, but I think it's just going to have that kind of... Like, they seem like they don't fit in, almost. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think I've worded that right. Yeah. The only thing is, though, like, in the synopsis it says, like, this character is, like, unable to age. So, Mm. even though they appear... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Even though they appear to be a young child, it it doesn't mean that they're going to act like a child. You know? I suppose. Like they, I guess I'm just trying to look at it. I think that they're going to, like, kind of switch it up and, like, make it to be, like, an adult stuck in a child's body kind of thing. And I think that I, I just got, like, a picture of what they're going to do with it. Like, I feel like the most, like, sassy she'll ever get is, like, when people treat her like a child. And she'll be like, I'm not a child. Like, you are not allowed to speak to me like that, you know? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's, that's a very interesting character. Like, that's probably the most. (sighs) It's just because she's going to be so different to the others in that way that you're going to expect her to. Until, if 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 she does come across as a very mature sort of, like, young person, then fair play. I just kind of see it as, like, if you were stuck in your sort of, like, you know, teenage body or, you know, the age we are now, like, <laughs> would you ever mature? Um, I don't think I would. That's kind of why I think about it. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm young forever. Like, no responsibilities, anything like that. You know? Mm, I don't know. Because I think the thing is, though, the thing is, like, just because, like, experiences mature you more than, like, age or, like, your looks, you know? So, like, just because you look the same and, like, you're basically immortal and you always look like you're, what, 25? Like, that doesn't Mm. mean that you're always going to have the brain of a 25-year-old. Yeah, I suppose. Because, like, you're yeah. going to experience new things and learn new things about the world kind of thing. 
Mm. So. Yeah. Going to be interesting. I mean, they all are young for how old they actually are, but it's going to be particularly interesting to see a 7,000-year-old teenager. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Okay. So we're on to the last uh, character now, which is Droog, uh, played by Barry. I don't know how to say it. Keegan? Uh, I'm dis. I'm dyslexic, so your your guess is as good as mine. In the comments, it's fine. (laughs) I'm literally dyslexic, so you're asking the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Droog, obviously, he's kind of seen as like the outsider in the Eternals in a way. He disagrees with kind of everything that they're doing, how they're interacting with humans and living their low. Their I'm forgetting how to say it again. Like, living a low life? Low profile. What is the word? Low profile. That's the one. Low profile. <laughs> living their low profile lives. I um, I don't... It's literally just the name. It's. I'm just going to say this now. I know why I'm thinking this. It's actually just the name, but it's giving me, like, Drax vibes. Drax vibes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's fair. I had exactly like, the same. I think it's, it's the name and also the fact that, like, He's kind of, like, on the outside a little bit. Like, you know how Drax just kind of, like, does whatever the hell he wants? Yeah. So, I think yeah, yeah. that's the vibe I'm getting off the bat. Don't know anything about okay. him, because we don't read the comics, but... I feel like a lot of this team is, like, a mix between Guardians of the Galaxy... And the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I feel like you could put an Avenger or a Guardian to every single one of these characters. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think so, yeah. So. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they make them a little bit different. Yeah. And obviously they're different characters. Like, I'm not saying they're the exact same characters. Like, I understand that they're going to be different. But, like, off the bat, not knowing anything about them before this, like, mm-hmm. I think... I think that they they sound like characters that I already like, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that I'm I not going to like any of them. Yeah. I think with Druk specifically, like, it's just got that potential to kind of, like, be a bit of a shitster is the word that I'm thinking of, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Gonna create like some Drax. sort of animosity amongst the team and sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Drax, <laughs> when he, like, calls Ronan to, like, come to the planet. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Stone. Or when he um, tried to kill Thanos by himself for no reason in yeah, Infinity yeah. War. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's just... I can see it in a very similar role. I don't know if he'll be yeah. quite as crazy as Drax. Um, because, I you know, think... he comes across as a kind of smart guy with the, like, mind control, mind-bending abilities. Yeah. I think the motivation of, like... The motivation of, like, not wanting to interact with humans rather than, like, trying to avenge his family kind of thing. Like, I think yeah. that motivation is obviously going to make him stand out a lot more. But I also think that we'll see him, like, probably go into a store and, like, 
steal something and then like be mm-hmm. like tell the shop owner to like just forget about it kind of thing because like he it yeah. seems like there's like an animosity towards human beings in yeah, that character yeah definitely um so and, you know like i think his powers make him a very interesting character what yeah. i would like to see um as we were talking earlier about um kingo and deadpool character mm-hmm. that i would love to see droog mirror is loki just from sort of Ooh. what we've seen so far, right? Yeah. You know I love Both Loki. Have kind of, so... Yeah, yeah. Both have their kind of like so... mind control abilities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, just, I think that would work really well. Oh, yeah. I didn't make that parallel, but now I see that a lot more. Mm. Oh, that would be really cool. <laughs> that made me like so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, 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 I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I don't feel like there was much more really to touch on Droog, so I think we're done. Um, I don't I know. Did you so. have it? Did you have anything else? Not really. I think we touched on everything that I knew about anyone, and a yeah, lot more because yeah, I didn't I so. research as much as you did. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. I don't. I, I think that was, you know, it seems like an in-depth because we have spoken them for, uh, I don't even know how long. Like, probably I think like 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 minutes to an hour. Um, but yeah, no, I think, and we'll be touching on the Eternals a lot more over the next sort of, what, five, six months until it comes out. Um, yeah. Because there's going to be a lot more to come out. Why do you think it's taken until now to bring the Eternals into the MCU? I I think, okay, every single thing un, up until Infinity War was leading to Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Everything. So the big monster, like, crazy, what is the word that I want to say? I Climax, I guess? To that, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the original storyline, was Thanos and defeating Thanos. Like, that mm. was the main purpose of every, all, like, what, 18 films that led up to Endgame. Everything yeah. led to Endgame. So I think if they had brought in too many characters, they would have lost that plot line a little bit. So I think that now that Endgame is over, they have the ability to bring in not only more um, heroes, but also more, like, crazy, huge bosses. That's what I was going to say. Like, boss-level villains, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Thanos was the boss of, like, the first three, four phases. Yeah, yeah. And now they have, like, and with, we touch on this in every, literally every single episode, but with the multiverse coming around very Mm -hmm. soon, there are going to be bigger bosses from different universes coming in, you know? Yeah. So, I think that, I think that this would have been too much if they brought it in before Endgame. Because they would have probably lost the plot a little bit for the Thanos 
storyline. I suppose. You know? Yeah. I, su- I suppose I can see why they've done it because it can be seen as too much, but it's also just there's gonna just be gonna need to be some clarification for the Eternals because I just don't understand why the Eternals wouldn't get involved, you know? And I think we spoke about this a little bit off camera, but it just doesn't make sense to me, you know? Like I when think... there's that big of a boss who's trying to literally wipe out half the population of the entire galaxy. You would probably see yourself to get involved if you've got as good as these powers that they say they have, you know? Yes and no. I'm under the assumption that the Celestials are higher beings than the Titans. And that they have more knowledge about the universe and actually, like, the multiverse and what's coming. So I have a feeling that the Celestials probably didn't want them to get involved. You know? They were like, we don't need you for this. Like, you don't have to get involved in this. Like, it's not... It's big, but, like, they're gonna work it out themselves. Like, they don't need you yet. But when the deviants come in is when they're gonna need them. Right. Because, like I said, I feel like... Thanos was a titan, and yeah, like, he was huge, whatever... I think that the Deviants and the Celestials are so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, they have to be. If, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But in my head, they are on such a higher level that, like, it's going to make Thanos look like a child kind of thing, you know? I hope that's the way they have played that, yeah. yeah. I, really, I really do, um, because that will just kind of make a lot of sense. Um, and it's a similar sort of captain marvel you know introduction yeah. i suppose like she only came when it was absolutely necessary so um, yeah yeah i i hope that's the case well i guess we'll just have to try and divulge when the trailer eventually comes out and see where it goes from there um a lot mm-hmm. more obviously to still look at about the eternals it's just an in-depth yeah. character look at whatever we decide character to call review it or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah maybe review maybe review we'll go with that <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. So yeah, thank you very much for watching or listening. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please be do sure. Please, please be sure. Do be sure. To, please be sure to like, <laughs> comment, and subscribe if you're new. Uh, check out the link on the screen right now and in the description where you can find a link to Care's channel. And uh, yeah, thank you all for watching, for tuning in, for the episode four 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 i think we said it was four (laughs) i'm pretty sure it was four um (laughs) thank you very much for tuning in and we will see you all next week bye